JB Billy with Daisy Thomas. This is Triple M's Rush Hour. And right now, what an honour to be joined by Commonwealth gold medalist, Ollie Hoare. After starting his athletic career as a swimmer, our next guest realised running 1,500 metres is a lot quicker. So much quicker that he won gold at the 2022 Com Games. Ollie Hoare's coming for the mighty run. I reckon he's going to He's won it. Please welcome Ollie Hoare. Yes, the man back in town from the States in Australia again because tonight running in the Mori Plant meet down at Lakeside Stadium. Ollie, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. What an Mate. intro. No, yes, exactly. Bruce the yeah. Bruce. How oh. good is that? Yeah, I, I mean, that clip is just going to keep replaying, particularly for my parents. You know, you can't, you can't beat that. Oh, uh, you can't. Well, probably could have, but no, that's all right. <laughs> hey, tell us, how good is the meet tonight uh, down there at Landy? Well, the Landy Mile's on, but also down there at... Uh, where are Lakeside. Lakeside Stadium, yeah. Very good. Yeah, dare I say it's probably going to be um, one of the best nights in, in athletics in a long time. We've got some of the best in the world coming from the US, um, from, from all around the world, just to compete at this meet. And uh, to be a part of it is extremely privileged as me as an Australian. But it's going to be one of those places where you're going to see um, top-tier athletics. Ooh, Fred Curley. Tell us about him. He's apparently the fastest man in the world. He is over 100 meters, uh, yeah, and, he, and he'd also <laughs> claim that he could do probably multiple other events if he if he put in effort to it. His Twitter is extremely entertaining. Anytime he runs a massive race, I remember I think in the Diamond League in Rome, he ran 100 meters, crushed it. Looked at the Olympic champion Marcel Jacobs in the crowd and said, "I'm going to look at real estate in Rome." Um, he's just one of those folks that uh, <laughs> a bit of swagger about it. Yeah, his. got a bit of swagger, American. and he he definitely yeah he pulls it off as a yank. So he's going to be an incredible guy to watch in the 200 meters against. Um, our fastest man, Rowan Browning. Yeah. And what are you going around in? Uh, I'm going to be hitting up the uh, John Landy Memorial Mile, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, we've got an incredible um, field for that too. Matt Sensowitz, uh, Rio Olympic champ in the yep. 1500 meters. Uh, Sam Tanner is representative from New Zealand, is running really quick uh, mile. And as well as Jared Clifford, um, who is a Paralympian, also going to try and be the first one uh, near side of guy to run sub four for the mile. So we've got some really good story and headlines there, and it's going to be an incredible night. So you get nervous? Oh, you always get a little bit nervous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, it's going to be probably an extra special thing to have a lot of Aussies cheering you on. Usually I'm surrounded by Yanks and Europeans yeah. that cheer me on getting my name wrong. Um, <laughs> and in general, it's going to be nice to have what Aussies. What do they say? Well, how do they get your name wrong? Well, that, I, that'll be interesting. A, a lie? Is that where we're going? No. no. <laughs> surname? It's a surname, 100%. I, usually in college, they, they, would, they would call me Jorge or Jorge. Or, and they just say, I say, mate, it's whore like Lady of the Night. Just yeah. pronounce it like that. It's fine. Like, trust me, as an Australian, like, you're butchering it to say whore. And that's the great thing about uh, coming home is that they do not stutter when they say the word whore. And, yeah. and that's why I love it. Do you have a nickname? Ah, uh, yeah, Hallbag is one of them. Uh, there's, mo- there's multiple ones that you could uh, you could put to it, but I mean, Ollie's going to be the easiest one to, to use. Like it's short and sweet, but uh, Hallbag's my favourite. That is great. Uh, you're in Melbourne, of course. The yeah. tan's just up the road. Oh yeah. I wandered around it today. Uh, not at any breakneck record. No, breakneck pace. We'll go with um, your quickest time around there. Uh, I actually have never run around there until uh, a couple of days ago. I was just jogging around. And I saw there's like a there's like yeah. a hole with like yeah. times like. Busters on it, Craig Mottram, yeah. uh, Lyndon Hall, uh, Genevieve Gregson. Like, there's a lot of cool uh, Australian history in, in running in general just on that thing. And you, you go and try and run a really fast time. So I'd love to do the 10 at some point if I can get home and, and have a crack at it. But uh, it looks like a pretty cool thing. A lot of people go out there and run it. And there's like that one little like incline hill. Oh. That, not little. Not that's little. a big hill. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big hill. Yeah. B- sorry, big hill. And uh, <laughs> you can just see people like walking up it with their hands on their shoulders, just leaning forward, yeah. trying to get through it. So it looks like a pretty uh, interesting thing. And it's a cool thing to have a part that people You go can... the other way around, don't you? 
I don't go up that hill. Yeah. I drive the car up uh, and I start out. I just go across because I live near there. So yeah. you walk in and then you go have a look at the gardens. They're really nice. It's beautiful there. I mean, <laughs> why would you want to? That's the one thing. Like, obviously, as a, as a runner, you know, it's always nice to see a nice place to run and, and to enjoy, particularly in Melbourne. But then you're looking around, it's like, why would you just not just crack open a beer and sit down there and have a picnic instead and just watch yeah. these people suffer and just enjoy the uh, enjoy the view? Well, there's a good pub across the road. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You just go to that one. Here we go. The fastest time around. Craig Mottram, 10 minutes and eight seconds. Yep, he would have let me. Well, he, of course he would have, yeah. <laughs> Could you do, you'd beat Buster? I don't know. I, I mean, I wouldn't say this because Buster's probably listened to me and he's like, no, he bloody wouldn't. But uh, <laughs> in general, I would I would love to give it a crack in, in the near future. I know me and Stuart McSwain and a couple of other runners that are, that are prominent right now would love to to give that a good crack. Well, also, well, speaking of that, tell us about this uh, Australian mixed four-time 2K relay that you have oh, ran yes. up in Bathurst and it was stinking hot. Sticking there was all on. sorts of bloody obstacles. It was a big hill. Speaking of big hills. <laughs> that was a big hill. Yeah. yeah. No, it was interesting because they're trying to set up like kind of an environment to get uh, a lot of these people from all over the world to world cross country championships. They were trying to get people kind of excited. They had a little Bondi beach section with people sitting, having beer, spraying water and like a sand pit. <laughs> they had a bog area uh, to try and represent the billabong. And then they had uh, ridiculous hills and downhills. Is this and... on the track, the actual track? No, this the is VA actually track? in a, you know, like it's where um, it's like a, kind of racing car track and it's in the middle and they've had it like around, like they've set up this structure and made this 2K kind of loop. It's oh. through grass, gravel, um, sand, uh, bog, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. So the 4 by 2 k uh, mixed relay. So I actually raced in, in New York at the Milrose Games and um, knew that I was going back for this 4 by 2 k relay. Yep. Um, I was like, I'm going to make this trip back. So I flew six hours from New York to Los Angeles then 15 hours back to Sydney. I had a day at home with family. I headed up to Bathurst three hours and then I got with the team of Abby Caldwell bronze medalist in the um, 1500 meters of the Commonwealth Games, Jess Hull, 358 in the 1500, um, one of the best runners in the world. And then you have Stuart McSwain, 1500 meter um, Australian record holder, as well as an incredible talent um, on the track. So we had a really good team, probably one of the best teams Australia's ever produced. And we thought we could medal here. Um, could be the fourth ever Australian medal in cross country. So it was really exciting. And uh, we went out there. We had an Australian crowd behind us, about 4,000 people there cheering us on. And uh, we were able to come away with a bronze medal, which was extremely exciting. And to be a part of a team like that is an incredible experience and privilege. That's why I made the whole trip back. And uh, it was a very... Great moment to cherish just for getting the youth involved in cross country. Obviously, we're joking about cross country is probably not one of the funnest uh, sports to do if you think about the other options that you have. But uh, to see kids excited and passionate about running in their own way and to have them really involved in kind of seeing the success of the Aussies competing with uh, the Kenyans and Ethiopians, it just gives kids a lot of, lot of hope and saying, you know, if we can do it, why not? Why not them? Well, hang around, buddy, because we need to ask you about the new OAC, which is the On Athletics Club that you're a part of. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. You can't say that, Jim, because that is very popular. Popular. That's what's happened. JB, Bill and Daisy, this is Triple M's Rush Hour, and Ollie Hoare has stuck around Daisy, and he's got some nice threads on. Absolutely. Uh, And of course, you've just started the On Athletics Club, which is fantastic. Mm. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah. So I'm I'm from uh, the OAC, which is the OAC Global is is based in Boulder, Colorado. Colorado, uh, Sorry. And it's got some of the best athletes around the world from Europe to the US to Australia. Um, And it's an extremely exciting group that's gained a lot of momentum and they've produced a team in uh, Europe with the OAC Europe team. And now we're fortunate enough to be able to launch the OAC Oceana team that's led by Craig Mottram as the coach. 
and this is going to be an incredible experience for Australians, particularly in track and field, is that a lot of professional groups and teams don't usually come and base in Australia, but we've been fortunate enough with ON to be able to create a team that's going to be able to compete at the highest level um, because Australia is so far away, so the exposure with track and mm. field is mostly European, North American, but um, to be able to create that group and create that environment in Australia, it's going to lead and hopefully continue on up to Paris Olympics and obviously our Brisbane home games. So it's going to be a really exciting thing to have these athletes have that political um, influence in getting into races, being a part of a professional team like that. It's going to help you obviously with Craig Mottram, the experience that he's mm. had uh, through the sport is going to be super crucial for them. And also just being able to be a part of that team, uh, cr cr create a really good environment and reach the highest goals, which is meddling at the Worlds and Olympic Games. So it's a program. And mm. So where will it be based? It's going to be based in Melbourne. Yep. Um, I think they have a gym in Richmond. Uh, Craig has obviously great connections. Yeah. It's been through the sport and everything like that. They've got uh, access to gyms. I think Collingwood is, is helping them out a little bit with Good. some of the Ultra Great G stuff. Yep. Um, <laughs> mm. um, and in general, like they're going to be training here. They've got great places to trail. Obviously the tan that we mentioned. They've got the mm -hmm. tracks. Um, and they've got a great talent and a great crew here. A lot of young and developmental team that I think is going to start setting uh, a lot of foundation for a lot of other kids that are going to come through in the sport. And hopefully when they hit the ages of 17 to 18, it's hard to choose where you want to go. You're going to go overseas because there's more pro prominence yeah. in that event. Or can you stay in Australia and have that option to be the best you can? And now OAC Oceania has hit and it's going to be uh, that option for a lot of those uh, young athletes. So right now, the best athletes in Australia, Victoria, would be working full-time, then training outside of that. Is that fair yep. to say? That is fair to say, unless you're um, at, a, at a pretty supersede the sport level yep. where you can be fortunate enough to get a big deal from a company. Um, you're usually working uh, another job and you're juggling all these factors. OAC Oceana is going to help limit that factor. Mm. It's going to give them the support structure they need, um, experience with coaching and a budget to be able to train and um, live that professional runner lifestyle that you have in the US and Europe. I know that Craig is going to be sending his athletes over to where I am from uh, with OAC Global in Boulder, Colorado to be able to use our facilities to train in Boulder, use the altitude as well as compete in races in the US and get that experience and exposure of what it's like to be a professional track and field athlete. Boulder, Colorado too, Bill. Not the worst place to, to just to position yourself there. Just oh, a nice there? college town there. It's pretty nice, yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Do you got a house there? Yeah, yeah. I got a house near Main Street on Pearl Street. Um, I walk my dog oh, uh, up and down the yeah, street good. and just enjoy the uh, the scenery. It's a beautiful place, uh, right and tucked under near the mountains. Better than Salt Lake City, somewhere there. <laughs> Anthony William. Well, uh, you're not no, allowed to have a drink there, right? You are. Dale's Pale Ale they have over there in Boulder, Colorado. Right. Hey, Aussie rules. Do you follow any teams? I know you're a Sydney boy. But I am a Sydney yeah. boy. Uh, my grandfather, my late grandfather was a Hawthorne fan, a massive oh. Hawthorne fan. So uh, I definitely see myself as a bit of a Hawthorne fan as well. I have, unfortunately, since being in college, it's been hard to kind of follow um, a lot of AFL. However, um, you know, anytime I see Hawthorne on the TV, I'll give them a watch and, and, and definitely enjoy it. And, and it's always been fun to put that on during college. Yeah. And the Americans are like, they're not wearing any headgear. They're, <laughs> yes. they're, they're not stopping when the ball is like on the ground. Yeah. They're tackling each other. They're kneeing each other in the face. What is going on? Australians are actually what, just crazy. And I, and I just kind of have to explain the rules, yeah. explain what it is. And then I've just noted over the time of years that I've been in the US, the, the prominence of AFL is, is, mm. is crazy. I, I'd get people coming up and showing me clips of them going to the MCG and how excited they were with their partner to go and see, yeah. you know, just a random game. And, and they're just really, it's like, oh, this is amazing. This is great. Like it's, it's always constantly going where NFL is stop and start. Like they really enjoy that kind of aspect of it. And they just think we're all crazy. So I, I kind of push that 
bias and, and make sure that Good. they know that yeah, we are crazy. Up. Add yeah. mayonnaise. Exactly. Add yeah. mayonnaise to it. Add the relish. <laughs> it is pretty accurate, though. Uh, well, we wish you all the very oh, best tonight. tonight. You're in the Landy mm. Mile at Lakeside Stadium. Horbag, thanks very much for coming in. Appreciate the nickname. Thanks, boys. <laughs> if you want to find out more about the On Athletics Club OAC, just head to on-running.com. Ollie Hoare on the Rush Hour. Triple M.